Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Mike Larkin, the host of Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are, the official LFC Lingerie Fighting Championships podcast. And joining me today is the one, the only, LFC CEO, Mr. Sean Donnelly. Sean, as always, it's a pleasure, privilege. How are you? It's great to be back, Mike. Well, it has to be great to be back. It has to feel good because this upcoming Tuesday, March 23rd, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Pacific, Booty Camp 2. LFC, headlined by Selena and Katie Forbes, going for that booty camp title. I am excited. From top to bottom, we have stars. We have amazing fighters. We have returns. We have vets. We have newcomers. We have prospects. Sean, one of the biggest events in LFC history. It's, it's going to be great. It's good to be back at it. I'm excited to do another booty camp event because, you know, some of our prospects have been working really hard and haven't had a an opportunity to uh, showcase their skills. And now, you know, now that's going to change. And I think five nights we're getting up uh, pretty close to it. That we are. And I look at it from a stance too, like when the, the inception of the booty camp, the first one with LFC 26, where we saw the debuts of now, some of the one of the most hottest commodities in LFC, that being Bella Inc. and Tomiko the Temptress Tajima. A lot of debuts on here. Booty Camp has that special event to it, you know what I'm saying? Every time there's a booty camp, you know that you're going to be in for something special. And if the first one was any indication, this one really is going to like exceed what we saw in the first one. I think so. And, you know, when we did the first one, we didn't really know what to expect. You know, could these girls actually hang with, with more veteran fighters? Uh, and I think the fact that we, we ended up getting two, you know, now mainstays to our cast in, uh, you know, like you said, Tomiko and Bella Inc., uh, really opened the door to do, you know, to start doing this as a regular thing, uh, because these fighters are good. They, they can compete and we will get some new, you know, I'm, I'm sure of this, uh, this card, we're going to get, you know, maybe, maybe more than two, maybe we'll get three or four, you know, absolute great additions. Agreed. And I look at it from a stance, too, as what I do with the podcast and what I'm encompassed with LFC and you guys. I look at it from a stance, too. God dang, I love seeing the new prospects come in because there's a lot of people that are hungry. And I mean, there's been a couple that we've seen and we'll get into in the card where, you know, back that out the last minute, they've, you know, it happens. But it's one of those things where, God dang, when you're serious and you're going to this full throttle and you're ready to work with some of LFC's finest, it's going to make for a great show. It's going to make for a great bout. And it's also going to be a show stealer. And that's what each and every one of these ladies are looking to do on this card. Absolutely. And, you know, right from the first bout to the, to the last, I mean, you could you know almost scramble it in any order you wanted, and and still have a great lineup. Absolutely, and let's actually get into the bouts here because there's a lot of stuff we'll encompass within this show. But I want to talk about the card for LFC 31 Booty Camp Two. The first bout is Bella Inc. against the mongoose Audrey Monique. First and foremost, we were talking before we came on air here, Sean, as someone who has had the chance of speaking with her, and as someone who I'm going to say is probably such a lovely and talented human being, much as is Bella Inc. But Audrey Monique, it is so great to see her back. It is. She's, you know, fully recovered from the injury she sustained at LFC 22. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Joel, her coach, Coach Kane, sent her down to booty camp to get back into, you know, get back into fighting shape because she's been she's been gone for three years. Uh, so while she was down there, she happened to notice uh, a notice on the bulletin board that we needed someone to fight Bella. And uh, she had just posed with Bella in the LFC calendar. So she called me and said, I'll, you know, I'll do it. I'm not a prospect, but I'll do it. So we thought, well, she's she's sort of prospect enough, and uh, you know, it'd be great to bring her back. And she's ready. She's ready to be back. I think what I love about her is, man, she's got that tenacity as well, and she's got that swag about her. Because I remember in her first fight against Holly the Lotus May, and they're calling her Holly Midget May, the trash talking that went into that. And I mean, she's had a great bout with Holly. The bout with Shelly, which 
is very infamous in the annals of LFC history where she went for her eye and Audrey got the one via disqualification. But god dang, man, she is back, ready for a fight, ready for some vengeance. And what a better opponent than the tough, the vivacious Miss Bella Inc. I mean, Bella Inc., when you think of Booty Camp, like we mentioned, her debut at LFC 26 against Jolene the Valkyrie Hex. And here she is on the stage of the Booty Camp taking on a veteran I mean, not a prospect, but like you said, a veteran in Audrey Monique, and also coming off a bout against Lauren the Animal Fogel at Sturgis after just having a baby, even though she took the L, that's still a win because she came back better than ever, Sean. Yeah, three weeks after having a baby, she was fighting at the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. Uh, so, you know, I, I think this is going to be a great test for, for Bella. Uh, you know, Audrey's a good fighter, so, you know, we'll see now Bella's, uh, you know, full... Well, you know, it's funny to say she's a full like seven months after having a baby. She should still not be fighting if she was a normal human. But of course, she's not a normal human. She's superhuman. And uh, for her, this is nothing. She's, you know, basically 100% back in shape and, and ready to go. Agreed. And I look at it from a stance too, like you and I had that talk. And I mean, we're all at the end of the day, we're an LFC family. We're all friends. And we're just like, like, Bella, you sure you want to do this? Like, I mean, you just you don't want to rest, but she's like, no, I want to go out there. I want to kick ass and blah, blah. I'm like, all right. You know what I'm saying? But that just shows the overall toughness and the grit that Bella Hank has about getting in the ring and getting in there for a fight. And it also shows how, how uh, incredibly good she is at convincing people to do things they don't want to do. This is true. Uh, we, we did not want to bring her back three weeks after having a baby, and she gave us no choice. That's true. She was just like, I'm going to fight, and that's how it is. And I, I think yeah. what I love about it, too, is that also opens up the door for a rematch between Lauren and Bella. There also is a rematch between Agatha Carter, which I'm sure we're going to see in the future. There's a lot of rematches for Miss Bella Inc., Jolene, Agatha, Lauren. Like, we have a lot to see come with uh, Bella Inc. as well. And against Audrey the Mongoose Monique, and like we were talking about with Audrey, you said three years, but I've seen her. She's looking good. She's looking ready. And personally, I would not want to be Bella Inc. in the way. Yeah, Bella's, you know, you could argue that Bella drew the toughest opponent. Yes. Uh, in that everyone else gets to fight a, you know, a zero and zero prospect. Uh, you know, that's not the case for Bella. She's got to fight uh, Audrey. You know, she's only had two fights, so she's one and one. Uh, but, you know, she showed, you know, against her fight in, against uh, uh, Shelly, you know, I, I, I think she was, you know, handily winning that fight. I, I really think she was emerging. And then, of course, the, you know, tragic injury. Uh, but, you know, she's put that behind her. That she has. And I think that's going to be a hell of an opener for LFC, the energy that's going to fill the um, the arena when we get to the first bout. It's going to be a hot opener. But speaking of something that I'm looking forward to, man, Vita Von Starr, for wrestling fans, you have seen her on Ring of Honor with Vinny Marseglia, who was the former tag team partner of Matt Taven in the kingdom. And she's taken on another professional wrestler, the Jersey Babe Gemma Juliana, who we last saw at LFC 29 and defeat against Sybil Starr. But what a hell of a showing that she had. And she's going in there with a fellow wrestler. And I got to say, if you guys have not seen her on the indies, if you've not seen them, they've been trained by Sumi Sakai cheeseburger ring of honor in the ring of honor dojo there's a lot of talent encompassed in this bout these two know each other very well from the wrestling scene and i gotta ask you Gemma Juliana, we'll start with her here, Sean. Coming off the bout with Sybil Star, which my goodness gracious i'm very happy to see Gemma back because she was a hot commodity in the last bout uh, she was but i think at the same time she felt she had a lot to prove after losing that fight mm -hmm. uh and you know there were a lot of people who were critical of that fight and, and described it as a boring fight uh, and I think she wants to show that, that, you know, she's not a boring fighter. It was just the, the matchup that night wasn't, uh, just wasn't favorable for her. You know, Civil Star had a, a well-executed strategy to keep her on the ground, uh, you know, and executed to perfection. 
So I think Gemma wants to show that she, you know, she can dictate a fight, not not have it dictated to her. Agreed. And from a stance, I look at it too as well. When you got a tough one in Vita Von Starr with her gymnastics background, her aerials, really just the overall status and just her overall technique that she goes into it. I mean, for me, like it's an exciting debut just because we get to see someone of her stature and someone of Gemma's stature. Then they're going to have a lot of great chemistry. I'm going to say this is going to be the sleeper of the night. I would say don't sleep on this, people, because you got Vita Von Starr, you got Gemma Juliana, and we're in for a spectacle with this. And I got to ask you about Vita. Now, you've seen some of her stuff. I mentioned Ring of Honor. What do you think about Miss Vita? Von Star as a whole? I, I think she's got a lot of talent and a lot of potential. Uh, it, it, you, know, you never know when someone makes that jump from, from wrestling to MMA, uh, you know, if it, if it works or not. You know, uh, my hunch is that it will work for her, but, you know, until, until we see it in action, you know, you just don't know. So, you know, advantage is definitely the Gemma because she has that, uh, she has 14 fights experience, mm-hmm. whereas Vita's coming in brand new. And speaking of brand new, you and I were talking about this once more before air. We got on air, man. Sarah Brooke, the beast. Sarah Brooke finally in the LFC, and she has a hell of a debut opponent. She's taken on the woman who beat Bella Inc. in the last fight at LFC 30, born to be wild. The animal, Lauren Fogel. Yeah, and Lauren is really, I think, coming on as well. You know, she was one of those, there was a lot of criticism of Lauren that she kind of, she wins the easier fights and lose the tough, loses the tough fights. Mm-hmm. But I think in, in losing those tough fights, she's gotten better and better. Agreed. And so I, I expect big things from her against the Beast. Agreed. And when it comes to Lauren, like you're never you're never disappointed. Like it's one of those things where she's had chemistry with a lot of her opponents. I mean, she's won some short matches. She's won some short brawls. And it's one of those things where I look at Lauren. Uh, it really is staple in LFC, man. An LFC veteran, like we were talking about. And then we got Sarah Brooke in here, man. She's done her thing with cat fighting, with wrestling. She is someone. There, how apropos that her name is the Beast, because we have someone who's got the skill. She's got the technique. Dare I say, she's got the finesse. To quote Bruno Mars, man, like Sarah Brooke is a hot commodity and a great addition. To to the LFC roster. Yeah, she she's one of those people who just, you know, you, you just have to see her photo of her with the gloves on. You just know she's LFC stock. Absolutely. And and from a stance too, like, again, we have a lot of great people, and this is where I'll tie in this next bout here, Sean. People that are making their debuts, and what a debut to go against their opponents. Now we got the VP coming in, Veronica Payne. For those that have seen her on the indies and professional wrestling, she's done some work in Shine. She's done some work in Florida. She is someone who is a hot commodity and has a great look that we've seen in professional wrestling. Now going into the LFC rankings and her debut against Jenny Bloody Valentine. I'm going to say this about Jenny coming off a victory over Tomiko at LFC 30. Jenny is out here, and she's been on a winning streak, Sean. She's been killing it with wins, back-to-back wins over Tomiko. Jenny is out there to prove herself. Yeah, she's 3-0 in her last three fights after starting 0-3, so she's definitely a, a fighter on the rise. Uh, I think a tough opponent for her in uh, in the VP, Veronica Payne. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, that, one, that one is interesting to me. I think it could, you know, Jenny's got that confidence, but, you know, she still has, you know, she's not that far removed from the 0-3. So I think if if anyone could maybe find a bit of a crack in their opponent, it might be Veronica against Jenny. Agreed. And I mean, we've seen what Jenny's done in professional wrestling, veteran-wise. I mean, you're coming from someone like UPW, Rick Bassman's promotion. We're talking about OVW. We were talking about the developmental system. And I mean, we have someone in Jenny who's also a Paul Heyman girl, man, one of the best minds and talkers in the pro wrestling game. Jenny's got the smart. She's got the intelligence. She's got the brass. She's got the talk. She's got the crass. But then we also got Veronica Payne, the VP. You gotta live up to that, man, man. Because when you're the VP, can you really go wrong, Sean? And what's your prediction for the fight? Payne, Clubber Lang style, Rocky 3, the VP, man. The VP. 
I know Holly's not happy about that nickname and was quick to point out that she's not officially the VP of anything. Uh, <laughs> it's just a nickname, but uh, I, I'm, I'm very curious to see what she brings. I got to say, that's another one. I'm going to say this right now before we get to the rest of the card here. Holly the Lotus May, we've seen her do some stuff with Jolene. We've seen her get that itch, got to scratch that itch to get back into the LFC ring. I can't wait till we see Holly back in there. Uh, well, there's a bit of an announcement on that. She has, uh, we, we've removed the interim tag from her title. She's no longer the interim LFC Prez. She is the LFC Prez. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it simply came about the shareholders, uh, you know, seeing what she did during COVID. You know, in the middle of the pandemic, she got us to probably the biggest show LFC's ever done, and the shareholders just don't want to see that, you know, just return to fighting. So at least uh, for the time being, a year or two, she will be focusing strictly on on creating new events and and doing her job as the press. And I got to say, if there's anyone also fitting of that, because I think you can attest, and I'll say this right now, and I love Holly to death, besides the fighter aspect, she has got such a mind, and she's an intelligent, lovely woman. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazing. There's nothing she can't do. That's what I love the skills, because I think what a lot of people don't realize about Holly, not just inside the LFC ring, not just in a fight, not just in what we've seen in her bouts in LFC history, but a tough woman outside of the ring. And I'm going to say this right now. Don't get on Holly the Lotus May's bad side. I mean, she is a sweetheart, the Lotus, man, sweetheart, but I would not want to get on her bad side. No, you're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, I, th- I think some fans will be disappointed that, you know, we're not going to see the Jolene Hex Holly May fight as, at least as, as quickly as we'd hoped. But, uh, you know, there's just no denying the job she's done as, as Prez. And, you know, we don't want to lose that either. I got to say, what is a great addition, though, before we get back to the card? DDR, Danica De La Rouge, who's killing it overseas. LFC champion, representing the brand. I cannot wait till we see Danica come back on the card and defend that title. I mean, I think Danica is a great addition as well. Yeah, the next show, she'll definitely be back to defend. You know, of course, with this being a booty camp event, the, the LFC title's not on the line. It's the, uh, you know, not to say lesser, but it's a different belt. or It's a championship chain, the booty camp champ chain. Uh, so that's what's on the line. So that, that's why Danica's not uh, not on the, on the card for this one. Uh, but, of course, we'll be bringing her back just the first opportunity we get. I got to say, here's why I love the chain, because you know me, man, Mr. Pop Culture, Sean. Dude, rap videos, just wearing the chain. It's the bling. It's the bling bling, to quote Lil Wayne in the Cash Money Millionaires. What I love about the chain, too, it encompasses the outerwear, and it gives you that style. It gives you that swag when you're wearing that chain around your neck. Yeah, it does, and I, I've, I've heard through the grapevine that uh, Jolene thinks that she is the booty camp champ. Uh, of course, she's not, but she beat Ali, as you know, at LFC 30. Yes. Uh, and and she thought that made made her the champ. Now, now you and I are both hockey fans, and we, we know that the Tampa Bay Lightning are the current yes. uh, the current Stanley Cup champs. Now, when the Florida Panthers beat them in the regular season, they don't get the Stanley Cup. No. Right? You, you have to beat them at the right time. So just the fact that you beat the booty camp champ, that's not enough. You have to beat her at a booty camp event. Uh, which did not happen. So Jolene is not, despite what she may believe, the booty camp champ. So it is a vacant title. Okay. I will actually add on to that because this will make you laugh, and I think the LFC audience will know where I'm going with this. If you saw the way that that bout ended LFC 30, there was a lot of booty in that finish. There was. That was the the most booty finish I've seen so far. Uh, But, you know, even that did not give her the the, uh, booty camp champ chain. I got to say, Sean, and I love you to death, but there's something about you saying that that was a big booty finish. Like, I just, you talk about booty right there. That cracked me up a little bit. I, I see what you did there, Sean. All right. So, 
Let's get to the next bout. Shea the Fox Mazzato against newcomer Crystal White. Oh my goodness gracious, I'm going to say this right now. Crystal White has such a great look. I look forward to seeing what she does. And Shay coming off the main event of LFC 30 against Danica for the title, which again, a little bit aroused and a lot of controversy, but I got to say she killed it in the main event. Shay is coming back and she's back and ready than ever, you know what I'm saying? Another one coming back with a vengeance and it's against newcomer Crystal White. I'm going to say this right now. I kind of pity Crystal White a little bit. I was just going to say the same thing. I think if there's any newcomer that I that I feel a bit bad for, it's probably Crystal because Shay's on a mission. She is so pissed off over what happened in Sturgis that I, I just don't see her letting anything get in her way. To you know, she wants to get back to to a title fight, and you know, we uh, you know we saw what happened in Sturgis. I, you know, a lot of people don't agree with that decision, and obviously uh, Shay certainly didn't agree with it. Absolutely, and I look at it from a stance, too. We had Shea, who was the LFC champion for a day after losing it to Andrea the Storm Vladoy, who is now retired. When it comes to Shea, man, many moments that are very memorable in um, LFC history, whether it be against Jesse, whether against Monica, there there's something that's encompassed with Shea the Fox Masada. It doesn't mean like she's an underdog, but there's something about her. Like when you draw her, when you see her on the marquee there, Sean, there's something that gravitates and resonates with people, and that's why I love every time I see Shea on one of these um, posters, every one of these graphics, every one of these cards it's just something that stands out for me it makes me smile and crystal white makes me smile too because she's another newcomer ready to take her on and really go head on with shay the fox Mazzato. but god dang man i would not want to be crystal white i would not I'm now tons of respect for crystal for for taking the fight and you know looking forward to seeing her but uh you know if i were allowed to bet on these events yeah. uh, my money would be on shay uh you know and shay in, in a lot of ways she's been so unlucky in lfc you know, if you go back over her fights, I mean, uh, in the fight against Jesse, Jesse tapped. Mm-hmm. There's no question. Jesse tapped. And, of course, the ref didn't see it, and, and Jesse went on to get the decision win. Uh, that happened again in Sturgis. I mean, Danica, that was a vocal tap. tap. Mm-hmm. That was the end of the fight. But, of course, we had a brand-new ref in Terry, and she didn't know that rule, uh, and then went to a judge's decision that, you know, very controversial. Uh, and then even when she won the, won the bout, you know, she had no time to enjoy it because 25 hours later she had to defend it against Andrea. And, and unfortunately for her, Andrea, you know, I mean, you know how badly she wanted that belt. You know, she took it. That she did, but I also look at it, too, like, when it comes to Shay, like, you talk about her being unlucky, and what I loved about it, too, is, like, just the suplexes that they had in the last one with DDR at uh, Sturgis, like, man, if there's anybody who's, like, we talk about her just being out for a vengeance, then we got Sturgis coming back again this year, I'm gonna say this right now, I love to see her on the card in a rematch with Danica, that's, I'm gonna put this out here in foreshadow, maybe, possibly, don't know, but I gotta say right now, uh, Sean, when it comes to Sturgis, we need some more Shea Mazzato on that card. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think any any event is better with a Shea Mazzotto. Shea the Fox Mazzotto. And that's very true when it comes there because she is a fox and she is dominant when it comes to the LFC rankings. And I also got to say this, speaking of rankings, we got a return and we got a newcomer. Doomsday is here, Sean. We got Daisy Ducati taking on the sorceress Genevieve Hex. Great to see Genevieve back. The last time I believe we saw her was LFC 27, sexy, nerdy, inked and curvy against Bella Inc. And now we got a newcomer, Daisy Ducati. Yeah, and uh, of course, Genevieve's first opponent was uh, was Barbie Platinum Fury Hudson. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, Barbie, when she saw the lineup card and saw uh, Genevieve with her snake, uh, I guess Barbie has a, a snake phobia, so she just could not fight someone who is going to be bringing a snake into the ring with her. Uh, so, you know, we had to replace her with someone who says she has no fear of snakes and, and no fear of Genevieve, and that's Daisy Ducati. 
Now, what's great about Daisy, too, I mean, she's another grappler. We've seen her do some catfighting. She's another one that really sticks out to me, besides the fact that she's a beautiful woman. All these ladies are beautiful. But god dang, man, there's something that really gravitates more, t more me towards uh, Daisy Ducati, D-squared. Well, actually, Triple D, if oh. you will. Doomsday, Daisy Ducati. But, dude, it's like when you got Genevieve Hex, when you got that snake, it reminds me of the Britney Spears video, I'm a slave for you. There's something about that entrance when it comes to the snakes. There's something about Genevieve. It's just like, all right, that's badass right there because she's got that snake with her. Well, it's funny you mentioned uh, Slave. It's uh, Her entrance song is actually a song called Slave to Your Rhythm by uh, by a band called Tight. And th there's an LSC connection to the band Tight. Uh, Joe Kane used to be their manager. They are an all-girl porn star rock band. And uh, Joe was their, was their uh, manager, uh, or assistant manager. Brie Olson was the manager, but, uh, you know, a little scoop for your, for your listeners. Uh, Joe Kane is actually the cousin of Brie Olson and uh, was brought on to, to do the day-to-day -day with the band and took them on a tour. So, you know, she, uh, Genevieve, for her entrance song, I don't know if she even knows that, but she picked tight. Uh, you know, I don't know if she knows that it's Coach Kane's former band. I got to say something that doesn't surprise me when it comes to Mr. Joel Kane and Joel, you know, I love you, but it's one of those things where that's a, that's a great backstory. And I look at it from a stance too. It's what I love LFC. And that's what I love the storytelling aspect as well. Because we talk about, yes, these girls are beautiful. Oh my God, they're badass. But the storytelling that goes into each and every one of these bouts is why I say when it comes to LFC, if you want to get the action, you want to get the storytelling, this is the product for you. And I love how you brought that little tidbit in there because the storytelling behind each and every one of these bouts, whether it's the newcomers, whether it's the veterans, each and every story is going to be told and it's told to the greatest of its abilities yeah there's some you know interesting stories and interesting co coincidences sometimes in some of these matchups uh and and i gotta say the genevieve uh, ducati uh that might be the one if, if you're going to pick an upset that might be the one uh and the, the reason i say that is you know genevieve's last fight was a loss to bella inc who had debuted just the event before mm -hmm. so you know she was you know, one fight under her belt the loss to jolene and then beat genevieve uh, Genevieve's lost the last couple fights, so you know I'm just not sure if Genevieve's still at the level she was when she was, you know, first starting with LFC and quite a force to be reckoned with. Uh, you know, so so I know she's going to want to show that she's still at that level, but uh, you know she's got to prove it. I got to say another one who's a beast because I've seen a lot of her videos where it comes to like yoga and who's very disciplined. Genevieve Hex, and I got to say this, she's really got it. And I would not underestimate Genevieve Hex. You see the snake, you see everything encompassed with her overall being. But God dang, man, I've seen the yoga, very peace, very disciplined. She is one that is a force to be recommended in her own right. Oh, yeah, she can wrap her body into a pretzel. But, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean you can win a fight. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're going to see, you know, I'm, I'm hoping for her sake that she, you know, is, is able to turn things around. But, you know, like I said, if I, if I had to pick one of the prospects that might, you know, might upset a veteran, uh, that would probably be where my money went. And, and again, I'm not allowed to put any money on these. So just speculation. I was about to say, you're going to do the Joel thing, you know, with the pucks. Is that what you're going to do? Is that what you're going to do, Sean? Well, Joel, you know, there, there have been rumors about him betting on LFC events, but nothing's <laughs> ever been proven. That little sneaky son of a bitch. Anyway, I digress. We got the co-main event coming up. We got another newcomer in the Panther, Shelby Paris, against the LFC European champion, Jolene the Valkyrie Hex. What a hand that Shelby Paris has being dealt because she's taken on the European champ. We saw this, like I mentioned, Jolene and Bella from the first booty camp. What an opportunity for the Panther. It's a great opportunity, but I, now that I think about it, when I said I feel most sorry for Crystal, you gotta switch uh, it. put Shelby in that same category, uh, you know, to going up against the European champ, 
uh, in Jolene Hex. I mean, that's a tall order, but you're right. It's a big stage. And, you know, on a big stage, you get the opportunity to make a big impression. And I think Shelby's going to be getting that. I think what's great about her is, and I love talking to Shelby, very vibrant, very uh, sweet person. And when it comes to her, like, I mean, she I know she's been training very much, very hard, going to the gym, doing what she needs to do. Uh, she just did an event for, um, of all fights, with Ariel X, who's been on the show. God dang, man. Like, Shelby also has that look and that beauty about her. And I got to say, I love the Panther name. Like, for me, that takes me back to when I was a kid watching So Weird on the Disney Channel. Like, the girl saw the panther. Panthers are very dominant animals, and they got that something about them, man. And if there's any name that belongs to Shelby Paris, I got to say, the panther is a great fit for her. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Shelby, uh, she's the one prospect that we have worked with already in that she was in the LSC 2021 calendar. Uh, so, you know, got a chance to spend a day shooting with her. She's, she's an absolute sweetheart. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing her in action. I just think she's drawn a... A very difficult uh, matchup. And Jolene's coming off the bout with Allie Baby Doll Parks, and I love Allie to death. I love Jolene, but God dang, man, we talked about that booty, booty, booty rocking everywhere in that finish. Jolene has had some hellacious bouts in these last few events that she's been a part of, and I got to say, this one will be no different. Well, if you if you really look at Jolene's record, she hasn't actually lost in the LFC since her first fight against Feather Hatton, and, you know, nobody was beating Feather back in those days. Uh, you, you, know, you know, she did pick up a loss to Monica, but that was a disqualification where she, you know, attacked Holly and, and you know, everyone else had gotten her way. So, you know, she just seems to be getting better and better at each event. Agreed. And from her, I think what's great about her, too, is she's kind of like the Energizer Bunny. Jolene just keeps going and going and going and going. And I mean that with the utmost love and respect for her, because I got to say, when you talk about grit and when you talk about Krav Maga, when you talk about discipline, there's nobody better than Jolene the Valkyrie Hex. And I'm going to say this right now, and her smile lights up the room. It does with that smile of hers. So I got to say, got to give a lot of love to Jolene. Now, Jolene's amazing and, uh, you know, has become, you know, in a lot of ways, the face of LFC. Agreed. Agreed wholeheartedly, and that's also where we get to the main event, Sean, because as she is here in LFC, wrestling fans know her as Selena De La Renta. You can check her out on Major League Wrestling. And speaking of wrestling, we got Mrs. Rob Van Dam coming back from her bout at LFC 27 against Sheila Crash Cardinal, where she was victorious. We got Katie Forbes coming back, the bombshell Katie Forbes. This is going to be a hell of a main event for the Booty Camp title. Sean, your thoughts on, well, we've seen, well, we'll start with Katie here. Uh, Katie coming back after a huge victory at LFC 27. Well, I was really impressed with Katie at LFC 27, uh, so I'm really excited to see her back in action. Uh, you, you'll remember at the end of LFC 27, she was in the main event against Sheila Cardinal. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, it was a non-title fight, and I'm pretty sure we told her that, uh, <laughs> but she was 100% convinced she had won something. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, we're now giving her a chance that if she wins this, she does get an actual, uh, a, you know, an actual title out of it. She didn't the first time, although, you know, it was awkward for AJ who had to kind of explain to her that, you know, no, no, you didn't win a title. Just, and I don't mean to laugh, but if you guys have not seen LFC 27, go check it out. VIP members on LaundryFC.com. There is that moment where he kind of like pulls her to the side and he's like, you didn't win anything. You didn't win anything. And it's just, it's funny yeah. just to see that face of his, and I love him so much, but God dang, it's its kind of awkward, but at the end at the end of the day, it's also some comedic. It's a lot of comedy for the LFC it, fans. It, it was funny, but, you know, definitely awkward, because you could just see her waiting for someone to put a belt around her, and there was no belt there to put around. <laughs> I'm going to say this right now. 
So if for those who are unfamiliar with Katie Flores, if you've not checked her out with Rob Van Dam and Impact Wrestling or WOW Women of Wrestling, there's something about her. And I think what's great about her too is, man, like the discipline and her fitness. I mean, it's out of control. Like she is an absolute beast in her own right. I know we were saying that word a lot in this show, Sean, mm -hmm. but God dang, man, Katie Forbes has got that it. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, I mean, now I think we found a fighter who can, yep. you know, can match that level. But uh, yeah, Katie's a, you know, a formidable opponent. Now, Selena, I am, okay, I'm going to say this right now, not just because of the wrestling ability that she has, but there's something about her, and I'm going to say this right now, if you've not seen this girl talk, if you've not been following the Alicia Atut verbal exchange that she's been having on Twitter with Alicia Atut of a music blog, yeah, we could check out on YouTube all over, god dang, man, the girl can talk, she's a verbal assassin, she's got that grit, she's got that determination, and she's got that athletic ability, Sean, I, am, I think a lot of LFC fans are going to be surprised who have not seen Selena before. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, as you know, Mike, we scout, so we've been scouting Selena for for some time now. Uh, and, you know, and it just seemed like this was uh, a great opportunity to bring her into the LFC. Uh, you know, even at a booty camp event, uh, it's you know, it's prospects taking on on uh, veterans, except for the main event, and that's always two veterans. Uh, you know, now not necessarily veterans of LFC because Selena, this is her LFC debut, but she's a, a veteran of the sport. And uh, excited to see how she matches up against Katie. I also look at it from a stance too, like where she was. I know she's been she battled injuries a couple of years ago, and I look at it from a stance too, like she's gone through a lot in her career. But man, coming back from the injury stronger than ever. Whether she's a manager, whether and she's inside that ring, there's something about Selena. Like we were talking about that it factor with Katie, but she also has it too. And I think what's great about them too is they're both young. They are both in their prime, and they both got something to prove, and they are out to steal the show and put on an amazing main event for the LFC and also the booty camp chain. It's on the line. Somebody's going to be dragged with some gold, man. Yep, someone's walking away with that thing. So, uh, you know, but I think it's almost, this one's too close to call. Agreed. And what's great about LFC 31, Booty Camp 2, and I'm going to say this right now, we got John Morgan, we got Ken Hathaway coming back, and he was just on the last episode. I'm so happy to see AJ Kirsch back, because god dang, when you think of LFC in so many events with ring announcing, AJ Kirsch has got that voice. AJ Kirsch just did an amazing job on AEW teaming with Casey Navarro against Top Flight on AEW Dark. He does a lot of great work outside of wrestling, and he also does a lot of great work from the voiceover standpoint. It's great to see AJ come back. Yeah, it is. I mean, we, we've lucked out in LSC, and we've had some great announcers, uh, you know, over the years. Uh, but there's always just that kind of caveat that you know, that, yeah, they were great, but they're they're still not AJ. You know, AJ is uh, you know just kind of a staple of LFC. Uh, you know, he knows the product so well, and uh, you know, it's always fun to have him uh, at an event. So we're we're glad that we were able to get him back for this one. We you know we weren't able to get him for Sturgis, but uh, uh, you know, he's he's back in the fold. And besides, I got to say this right now to shout out to my boy. He is also going into my footsteps because AJ Kirsch is starting a new podcast called the Tough Talk Podcast, talking about uh, Tough Enough Season 5, which he was in and everybody that was on that season of Tough Enough. So I check, I urge everybody to check out the Tough Talk Podcast. AJ Kirsch stepping into the world of podcasting, Sean. I'm sure he'll, he'll, he'll be outstanding at it as he is at everything and you know, I still, every time I turn on the TV at some point, uh, that commercial that he's in, the, the I think it's a Norton antivirus yes. commercial comes on. Yes. 
That man has a face for acting in commercials. And again, one of the most talented sons of guns. Very underrated. If you've not checked out AJ Kirsch, go out of your way and check him out. Now, I want to talk about these judges. We got Trap Gambino coming back. And you and I were talking about this before we got on air. Check out his new rap song. Link will be in the description. Trap, great video. Great. He could, he's got some skills. He can spit. He can spit, Sean. Yeah, it's uh, it's legit. I mean, you know, he sent me a link to it, and I was you know, just really impressed. You know, not that I'm the world's biggest rap fan or anything, but you know, because of my son, I do listen to a fair bit of it. And uh, you know, I, I just you know, it's legit. He's you know, he shut up his haters at least for for the time being because I, I thought he did an outstanding job. I'm going to say this right now. So what you're pretty much telling me, by the way, check it out. The song is called Villain. Trap is doing his thing. The song will be in the description. Let me ask you something, Mr. Sean Donnelly. You're not ready to drop, write some 16 bars. You're not ready to spit. You're not ready to just do what you do from the rap side of things. Give me a little beatbox. No, you're not into that, Sean? No, I don't think so. I don't even do the karaoke. So I'll leave that to, to Trap and uh, and his fellow judge, Whoop Dog. Uh, you know, we, we're, we're rapper heavy in this event. And I'm be honest with you. When I saw Whoop Dog, I had to check out his songs, and I checked it out before. And I got to say, another one who's very skilled, and again, it makes me laugh because of the play on Snoop. But Whoop Dog, Whoop, there it is, taking it back, tag team back again. Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. Whoop Dog has got it. Yeah, he's. Uh, you know, I really like his music. We've actually licensed a song from him that Celine is going to come out to uh, as her entrance song. Uh, so, you know, so obviously the first time we've ever had that kind of connection between a, a judge and a, and a fighter, uh, you know, I've had a chance to talk to Whoop Dog a few times, a great guy, uh, looking forward to have him, uh, you know, as, as one of our judges for, for this event. And, you know, who knows, hopefully he uh, maybe becomes a judge that we use, uh, you know, on multiple events like we have with Trap. Now, you know, I'm a dork, so I'm going to say this. Who let the dogs out? Whoop, whoop, whoop. Had to get it in. <laughs> Another judge that we have. Well, he, he, sent us, he sent us a song. that, when, Like when we got the song that we were going to use as the entrance song, uh, there were some words in it that, of course, you know, we, we just can't have on TV. Uh, so I asked him to, you know, if he could do kind of a radio edit for it. And uh, he replaced all those words with whoop. So it's it worked out really well. <laughs> well, I mean, when you have whoop in your name, you know what I'm saying? Instead of saying, oh, and yeah, whoop, it works. Yeah, it's his, it's his signature, and uh, you know, it's really cool. Another one I got to mention on the judge side of things, Onyx, former Bron- formerly Bronco Billy and WOW Women of Wrestling. It's great to see Onyx come in. We, you know, we've been wanting to have Onyx involved in the show for you know a couple years now, and it's just been a case of trying to find the, the right fit for her. Uh, at, at one point when, you know, Holly was pretty adamant that she wanted to step down and return to fighting, uh, you know, that was someone we had on our short list as, as possible uh, future presence. Uh, we also looked at bringing her in as a coach. Uh, you know, and I think that's probably what we would have done in this one if, if the, not for the fact that Joel is, you know, back for this one. Uh, but you know, so we so this was kind of a way to like let's just get her here. Let's let's do something, and uh, and we'll go from there. So she's going to be a judge for this one, and then moving forward, who knows? I'm going to say this right now, and here's where you pop me because you know me, wrestling fan, and I've just I do my research every time I do this show. You got Sarah Compton as the referee. Now, for those who have not seen Sarah Compton, she is known as Razor on Wow Women of Wrestling, David McLean's promotion. One of the most dominant talents, whether she's in a tag team, whether she's single, she is another one that I'm looking forward to see a part of LFC as a referee. Great get, and it's great to see Sarah a part of the team. Yeah, I'm excited to see her. She's you know an experienced. She's got a lot of experience as a ref, which 
you know, I thought Terry was a great, you know, it was a great idea having Terry as the ref at the last event. And, you know, we would have loved to have her back at this one, but uh, her schedule just didn't allow it. Uh, but I, w- I wanted to kind of keep with that theme of, of having, uh, you know, a beautiful female referees at our events. And, you know, Sarah, uh, you know, was introduced to us by Jenny Valentine. And, uh, you know, immediately, you know, we asked her if she'd be willing to do it and she jumped on board. So we're, you know, got her all signed up and she's ready to go. I got to say this as well. I'm looking at this as well because we have everybody that's going to be on the card. Man, I got to say this. I'm looking forward to because I've actually, I did a search on some of her music as well. We got Jackie Mack as the national anthem singer. I'm looking forward to hearing her pipes as she sings the national anthem. Yeah, we've never we've never had an anthem singer before. So, you know, you're always looking to, to do something a little different, add something to the show. So we decided, you know, hey, what if we had an, an anthem singer, you know, a beautiful anthem singer singing the, the anthem in lingerie? I haven't seen that before. And uh, we're going to see that on Tuesday night and looking forward to it. And then we got Jackie O, assistant coach, Lana Garcia, ring girl, and Victoria Hamilton also is a ring girl. And I got to say, if you've not seen all the LFC ring girls, such beauties, such cuties, and I got to say, they get you hyped for each and every bout that we see at an LFC lingerie fighting championship event. I got to ask you about the assistant yeah. coach, Jackie. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Sean. Yeah, it's kind of an embarrassment of riches. Uh, you know, two absolutely stunning ring girls to go along with, you know, 16 the most beautiful fighters you'll ever see. Uh, and then you mentioned Jackie O. Uh, now, Jackie O was brought in by Coach. And I, I mentioned Coach Kane will be back. Uh, you know, I should explain that. He, he's sort of back. Uh, he's actually up in, in Vancouver, Canada. And because of uh, travel restrictions at the Canada-U.S. border, he, he's not able to come in person to this event. So he's going to be coaching over Zoom. Uh, which I believe makes, you know, this is the first time in MMA history this has been done. Uh, but he needed someone to carry around the iPad. You know, he, he describes her as his avatar, which, of course, is the complete wrong use of that word. Uh, but she is going to be holding the iPad for him so that he can see all the action. And, uh, you know, he picked the most beautiful woman he could find to be his, as he calls it, avatar, uh, Jackie O. Well, to quote Stephanie McMahon's theme song, if you think of Jackie O, you think of success. And there's a lot of success with some Jackie O. You know what I'm saying? So I look forward to seeing Jackie O do her thing as the assistant coach. Another thing I forgot to mention, because we went through the card. We talked about LFC Booty Camp 2 as a whole, Sean. Yo, I got to bring this out here. And the reason why I say yo, I got to bring this out here is because Leon Hader's back. Now, Leon and Audrey Monique. That is going to be a great dynamic and dichotomy because it's the first time that they've seen each other in a while. Yeah, and, you know, obviously Audrey has never really gotten along with, with Leon. Uh, but, you know, she really hasn't gotten along since being traded over to Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Audrey just seems to have an issue with every coach. I, I think she doesn't like being told what to do. And, of course, that's, you know, a primary job of a coach. So, you know, it'll be interesting. I, I think she'll probably be fine with Joe, you know, since he's on a screen and not, you know, she'll probably ignore him a little easier. But uh, yeah, we're always happy to have Coach uh, Coach Hader uh, on hand, and you know he does a fan- fantastic job. And we'll see how his team does. Badass son of a gun is Leon Hader. And I got to say right now, he's very tough as a coach, but that man is a saint. And I got nothing but love for Leon Hader. And I got to say this as well. I'm going to put another pop culture reference in your head. So in the 90s, there was a show called Hey Arnold. Now, if you guys have not seen LFC Exposed, go out of your way and check out LFC Exposed. Great reality television, great events. That's encompassed with LFC. We got to love it. I got to bring this to your attention because Leon did say that, you know, the way Audrey's acted toward him. And a couple times he has said, 
he thinks that she's in love with her with the old obsession. It's kind of like when you're a kid in grade school and, you know, you, you know, cooties and everything is awry, if you will. I'm taking it back to kindergarten, folks. It's like, hey, Arnold, that he's comparing Audrey Monique to Helga G. Pataki. He's probably got a photo of her in the locket, the whole nine. You know what I'm saying? Has a locket in her pocket. So, I mean, hey, there's some dynamic there, maybe, kind of, sort of. I had to bring that up. Yeah, you know, I know Leon has certainly floated that possibility. Uh, but you know, knowing Audrey as you know as well as I do, uh, she seems to have that same reaction to most people. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, she immediately you know turned on on Joel, and I don't know that she has a crush on Joel, uh, but she treats all her coaches with the same amount of disdain. I got to say this right now: there's a lot of pent up aggression, and it's, it's such a beautiful, beautiful woman. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of pent up aggression in there, Sean. You know what I'm saying? A lot of anger. A lot of anger. There does seem to be, you know, when she got traded, she, you know, even though she wanted to be traded, she was immediately furious that someone would dare trade her. I got to say something like that, and I got to say this right now. I'm going to use this term. I have not said this on the show, and Sean, you are going to be the first to hear this term for the LFC audience. Audrey Monique, and I say this with the utmost sincerity and respect, is a little bit buck, buck, buck wild. So there's the first time for the word use of buck wild on this show. (laughs) So anyway, I'm going to say this right now. Uh, we got pay-per-view tickets in 1999 for LFC 31 Booty Camp 2. Order now. Check it out this coming Tuesday, March 23rd, 10 p.m. Eastern. But before we even talk about anything else, Sean, the free weigh-ins at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We got the weigh-ins. They're coming back. Yeah, we're bringing, we haven't done a weigh-in in a while, so we're, we're doing weigh-ins for the, for this event. It's going to be a free uh, free on our site uh, leading into the, the pay-per-view. And important to note that with this pay-per-view, you know, something we haven't done before, uh, when you buy your pay-per-view ticket, you will be prompted to select uh, one of the either fighters or, or ref or Holly, whoever you want. It could be, it could be Coach Kane if you wanted, uh, to receive 30% of your ticket price. So, you know, a nice bonus for, for everyone involved, uh, you know, at a time where, you know, a lot of people, I think, need a little extra help uh, with, you know, certainly our industry was was shut down, so a lot of these fighters didn't have the opportunity to, to fight as much as they, they would have and, and bank the kind of money they, they would normally have banked in, in the last year and a bit. Um, so, you know, it's an opportunity to, to, to support your favorite fighter or uh, coach or, or whatever you want to support. You can even support a judge. Exactly, and I think that's what's great and what's the added bonus of purchasing LFC 31 and everything that's encompassed with the event, with the weigh-ins and everything. So I'm going to say, guys, if you're not checking out Booty Camp 2, what are you doing? What is you doing? Tuesday, March 23rd, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the main event of Selena and Katie the Bombshell Forbes. Booty Camp title on the line. Booty, booty, booty rocking everywhere. Bubba Sparks, yin-yang twins, you already know. Now, Sean Donnelly, I'm going to say this to you. One other thing before I have your promote LFC and the social media platforms and everything that's encompassed with the brand. I got to say this to you. That male poster of all the LFC guys with AJ Kirsch and Joel Kane and everybody on it, what in the world? Well, that was uh, our designer. I think, you know, we decided this one because, you know, everyone is promoting it and, you know, trying to get that 30% bonus. Uh, We wanted to put every single fighter on a poster. So, you know, there's 16 fighters, four on a poster, four posters. And then we thought, well, geez, not really fair to Holly and and the Ring Girls and and Jackie Mack and Jackie O. Uh, You know, they're beautiful women, too. Let's put them on a poster. So we kind of put up that, that fifth poster and then uh, Mayday, who designs all these posters, amazingly talented guy, uh, he kind of he came to me and said, hey, you know, what would you think about doing a sixth poster and putting the, the men of LFC on it? 
And I thought, well, you know, nobody wants to see that, but you know, we, we don't, we don't ever want to be accused of being sexist. So I decided, you know, well, it's only fair that the guys need to get some attention to. So we put together the men of, of, uh, LFC or as uh, Mayday calls it, uh, poster number six of five. The link to Mayday stuff will be in the description as well for Twitter and Instagram, because if you guys have not checked out Mr. Mayday, Mayday does a lot of great work, and he's a very talented son of a gun. But i got to say this right That's now. Amazing. What is with Joel's physique, man? Well, Joel has been, you know, this is the photo he sent us. I have not seen Joel in person, but uh, if you if you go on our site and check out the um, the men's poster, you will notice that Joel is no longer the... You know, tall, skinny guy. He has a body that you know can best be described as Mr. Universe uh, candidate. Uh, he's certainly, he's even more muscular now than Coach Hader. Now, you know, people who saw the reality series, uh, we after LFC 25, we did an after party at a bar that had a punching machine, and you know, so we had a contest and we wanted to see which girl had the the hardest punch in LFC, and Joel wanted to test his punch against the girls. And unfortunately for Joe, he had the weakest punch of any girl on, on either team. Uh, so, you know, you can imagine as a guy that's, you know, kind of embarrassing. So Joe, you know, we, we haven't seen him since. And, uh, he went up to, to Canada, to Vancouver. And I, you know, he's, I know he's working in the film industry there, but, uh, with the shutdown over COVID, he, I guess he's been working out the whole time and, and rededicated himself. And he has apparently sculpted this incredible body. Uh, unfortunately, we won't see it in person. We'll see Jackie O, who has also sculpted a, a pretty impressive body. Uh, but, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, the first chance we get to, to have Joe and his new body in person. Um, How can I put this nicely, Sean? Um, there, was an, there was an incident with uh, Amona Jones back on the LFC Expo series. Um, it could be something like that. I'm just going to put it like that because was Mona Jones really Mona Jones? And is Joel Kane really looking like Joel Kane? I'm just saying. Well, you know, like I said, this is the photo he sent. I've not known him to have any uh, Photoshop ability. Uh, so, you know, we, we have to kind of take him at his word. I mean, we're going to see him on screen. You know, he'll, he'll be on the Zoom call. So hopefully there will be shots where he's, you know, far enough out that you'll see this, uh, you know, that he's, he's a, a different man than, than what we're used to. Uh, so, no, I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, I, I, would, never, I would never question Joel if he, if he says he's gotten into this shape then, you know, I have to trust that he's gotten into this shape. It's friggin' going to be on the cover of Flex. Mr. Joel Kane's going to be on the cover of Flex next time we know. My goodness gracious. Anyway, I'm only kidding, and I just... So, anyway, before we close this out, Sean, we've had some laughs, we've had some fun analyzing, dissecting, and deciphering LFC 31 Booty Camp 2. So this is where I step back. Please promote LFC Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, website, YouTube, OnlyFans, where everybody can check them out on all social media platforms. The floor is yours, sir. Go right ahead. Well, we're, we're, you know, I think we're fairly easy to find at this point on social media. Uh, you know, I, I handle our Facebook and YouTube. Uh, we're, we're fairly large on both of those. Uh, I know we're on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter and, you know, just about everything else you can be on. Uh, and, you know, I hope everyone will check out the event on uh, Tuesday night. You can pre-order the pay-per-view right now at uh, lingeriefc.com. And, you know, don't forget to well, – you can't forget. We won't let you forget to pick your favorite uh, – fighter to uh, receive the 30% bonus. Definitely get on that and check out LFC on all their social media platforms. Check out this podcast on all your audio platforms from wrestlingwrestling.com, from laundryfc.com, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Anchor, 
Google Play, wherever you get your audio platforms. It's a great time each and every time that we put out Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official LFC Lingerie Fighting Championships podcast. We are on TikTok to the heart. TikTok, you don't stop. Color me bad. I want to sex you up, but it ain't a new Jack City. It is LFC. Sean Donnelly, do you have any final words for the LFC fans, the faithful, coming this Tuesday? It's Booty Camp 2. Any final words to the people? Uh, we're looking forward to, you know, the next time we get to have fans in attendance. You know, that's that's really what what LSD is all about. But uh, in the meantime, hopefully this will be a nice, uh, you know, a, a nice way back and uh, give our fans a chance to, to see the show, at least uh, from the you know safety of their homes until they're able to come in and see us in person. Amazingly and beautifully and eloquently said, Mr. Sean Dolly. And my final words would be, I'm taking it back to 2017 again. I'm talking about Tia and Tamara Mari, and I'm talking about Mark Taylor. And I'm going to use the line from Mark Taylor. You know what that is? Booty! LFC Booty Camp 2. Check it out this coming Tuesday, March 23rd, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Pacific Time. Free weigh-ins, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Time. Sean Donnelly, thank you so much for your time. It's always a pleasure and a privilege. Yeah, always a pleasure being on the show, Mike.